Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Couch Productions, and welcome to the 38th ever episode of Aiden on Anchor, the show where I tell you about my life story as well as my journey with this cool little app called Anchor. Currently recording this on January 3rd, 2020 at 2.20 p.m. Eh? Pretty clever, I know, with the timing of all that. That was actually a coincidence, I got very lucky there. And uh, today we're going to be talking about my guide to being a content creator in 2020. I'm going to give you as much advice as I can in a 30-minute period, tell you everything I know about content creation stuff in this sort of 30-minute podcast. And hey, if you want more information, you can check out another YouTube podcast, uh, which has me and a good friend of mine, Zach, and we go into far more detail about a bunch of different topics like that. Uh, But this is kind of going to be an all-around short, condensed episode of that with specifically my own advice as a whole. So, you're looking to be a content creator in the year 2020. Congratulations, man. Uh, welcome to the club. Uh, it's a lot of hard nights, a lot of a lot of work, a lot of content creation to do, things like that. I think the first thing I would ask you specifically, now that you're new, is what kind of content creator are you going to be? What are you going to focus on? Right, And not only what are you going to focus on, are you looking to try to make it successful or are you trying to do it as a hobby? And any answer you give here is fine. Let me be 100% clear. No matter what you say in this answer, you are totally fine and in the right. Do you want to make it a business and make it uber successful? Cool. Do you want it to just be a hobby? That's awesome. What platform are you focused on? Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, That's cool too. Pick one of them. I don't mind. Like Again, there are no wrong answers here, but what this is going to do early on is give you a little bit of a focus and a little bit of a niche. You can kind of understand which road you're going on and simplify the thousands of choices you have out there when it comes to content creation. So for me specifically, my main focus is my YouTube channel, Blue Couch Productions, link in the description below. And on that channel, I produce video game content. Uh, I have a show, Back to the Video Games, where I talk in depth about a game or a topic for 10, 20, 30 minutes in a good bit of detail. And then each week I do another episode of the show. I do have other social medias, but none of them are my focus. They all kind of point back to the YouTube channel. And so because of that, the YouTube channel is my focus and I am trying to make it into something successful. But that's me. And that might not be you. And you have to be okay with whatever you want to do and whatever you want to start with. But once you figure that out, whether you want it to be a hobby or a business, uh, which platform is going to be your primary focus, the next thing you're going to want to do is try to figure out your niche specifically. There's nothing wrong with variety content. In fact, back in older days, variety content was probably a pretty good way to go. But given the algorithms of most of these social medias, I know specifically for YouTube, Uh, You really do benefit by niching down into a specific topic or idea. And the more specific you can get, the better, because you can reach the people that you're actually trying to reach. Uh, Again, for me, Blue Catch Productions, it's mainly video game content. There are, of course, side videos about other pieces of media and stuff like that. Uh, But for the most part, it's centered in on video game specific content. Uh, are you a let's player? If you're a let's player, that's cool, but what kind of games do you play? Are you a vlogger? Okay, vlogging's cool, but what kind of vlogs are you offering? Travel, cooking, education, entertainment. Really try and niche down what specifically you want to do. And I know that can be hard if you're just starting out, if you're new, if you have no idea what you want to do. 
So if you are in that scenario, maybe the smart thing to do would just be to experiment with a bunch of stuff, find out what really works for you, and then once you find that niche, stick with it for the rest of the channel, right? Give yourself like a month or so or two months to experiment if you want, or heck, even make another channel to experiment if you have to. And then once you figure out that niche, go forward with it because that's gonna be the quickest pathway to getting your channel seen. And I know there are a lot of people like my friend Zach who have a billion different passions, a billion different things they wanna talk about. They're interested in music and movies and games and all this sort of stuff. And don't worry. Uh, you can still talk about those sort of things, but build them up as separate channels rather than putting them all on one channel. Because the problem with putting it all on one channel is you're going to get like 30 different audiences. You're going to have the audience who's there for movie stuff, the audience who's there for music, the audience who's there for games. And if you don't have a niche or a show to condense that all down into, it's going to be really hard to try to find anybody. You're just going to be building pieces and it's going to be all fragmented and stuff. So really pick what you want to do. And then later on, if you still have other passions, make different channels on those passions rather than putting them all into one. Okay, so you found your niche. You uh, decided whether you were going to do it as a hobby or a business. You picked your platform, right? And you have all these sort of things. Now you kind of have a little bit of a basis, a little bit of an idea. I guess what we should do now is just briefly talk about equipment stuff. Now, equipment in YouTube is this huge genre uh, there's a lot of different things I could discuss here about what kind of microphone you should get, uh, headphones, video cameras, all this sort of stuff. But for most people, for most people, the only thing that you really need is your phone. That's it. That's it. If you have an iPhone, you're good to go. <laughs> if you have a Google Pixel, you're good to go. A Samsung Galaxy, whatever, you're good to go. Chances are, if your phone is not 10 years old, it probably has a good camera. It probably has a good microphone. And if you want to invest more... You can even get like accessories and external microphones and lenses for that phone camera and work off of that. But let's say you don't want to do like on-camera content, right? Maybe you don't want to have your face in videos and that's fine. Some people are shy. Uh, what you're going to need then is a decent computer, right? If you're not going to be using your phone to film videos, then you're going to need a computer and some software to record what's happening on your computer. I recommend uh, OBS open broadcaster software and that'll allow you to do things like twitch streaming or record your screen for videos and for games like that i don't recommend early on going out and getting things uh, like a webcam or an expensive microphone or a capture card because what obs is going to allow you to do is capture your gameplay and the audio that comes from that and then all you'll have to do is just add commentary so you will probably need a microphone at some point, but shoot, remember that phone? You can record your audio off your phone, right? Put it onto your computer and you're good to go. You don't even necessarily have to buy a microphone right away. It helps. <laughs> Having a webcam can help too. Adding your face to a video is very helpful. Uh, they, the audience will have someone to connect with visually, but you don't necessarily have to have it right away. So I would recommend a computer, a phone, or both of them, right? And then a bunch of software to kind of help work on things like thumbnails. You can get things like GIMP or Photoshop, Discord to build a community, OBS to record, and like I said, live stream, Audacity to record audio if you do have a microphone, a couple of games that you're going to want to record, or if you want to do tutorial type stuff, that kind of software here and there. Uh, but those are the main pieces. And of course, there are a ton of alternatives like Adobe Premiere, 
uh, all the Adobe uh, cloud services. If you want to pay like a subscription, you can get access to a ton of software uh, that you'll have to learn, granted, but you'll at least have access to it. And now you kind of have the tools and the equipment to make a YouTube channel. Don't worry about the equipment. Don't worry about spending thousands of dollars on a bunch of stuff that you don't need right away. Simply get the bare minimum and make with that what you can. I know uh, a friend of mine, Patient, who I've talked about on this podcast specifically, has a Smash Highlight channel. And you're thinking, oh, man, I bet she had to have like an expensive computer, a capture card. How is that even possible? How does that even work? Well, she didn't have a capture card. She simply uses Smash's in-game clip editor, gets those clips off the Switch, edits them, and uploads them. She doesn't have a microphone. She doesn't have a camera. She's running, I believe, a laptop, I believe. So not even that expensive of a computer. And with a little bit of editing and a little bit of magic, it's like immediately a high-quality Smash Highlights channel. And uh, if you want to check out her channel specifically, go check it out. It's Leah slash slash patient. But check out her channel and check out her videos and look at what she was able to do with just a Switch and a computer. And that's it. The editing and the other pieces is what really turns it into something that people want to watch. I also recommend if you do have software and things like that to learn your software. And if you do have equipment like microphones and webcams and DSLR cameras, go ahead and learn how that hardware works. The more information you can get about these things and you can compile together, the better you are going to have at being able to use these things properly and to really test it out and do some cool things with your videos. Lighting is another one of those things that doesn't seem like a, a crazy good investment early on. But once you get some lights in your room, you can kind of be able to start building a set and uh, get yourself on camera more often. Again, you don't have to, but it really does help early on if you have a face or an avatar or something for the audience to connect to. But now that we've talked about equipment and all that sort of stuff, we can now kind of get into content creation and strategies. You know what your YouTube channel is going to be, or you know what your Instagram is going to be about, or your Twitch, you figured out that niche, right? How do you actually go about creating that content? Well, there are kind of two rules of thought, right? You can either go for the insanely high quality videos, but they only come out like once a month, or you go the super uh, quantity route where you just consistently upload a bunch of stuff and it might not be good right away. And I kind of follow somewhere in the middle. I like to have a little bit of quality in my videos. I like to spend time on each upload. So that's worth watching for the audience. But I also don't want to go months out of the year without uploading stuff. So it definitely becomes a priority for me to be consistent with whatever I do. And that's what I would say to you all is no matter what upload schedule or content creation schedule you're going to go with, whether that's daily or weekly, I won't advise going monthly uh, if you're just starting out. You really do need to be creating a lot of videos in order to learn right away or post, or, or live streams, or whatever. Just kind of change out words however you see fit, depending on what you're doing. But I wouldn't advise doing monthly. I would mainly go for either daily or weekly. Daily, if you have the content uh, that you're able to do that with, and weekly, if your stuff takes a little bit more time. Any longer than that, and I find that you're not going to really get noticed a lot, and the algorithms on these social medias will not push your content out at all. So kind of going off one of those two schedules, either producing daily videos and then slowly over time getting better at them or working on some really great pieces of content that get output weekly and then continuing to upload weekly through that. 
So now you have a kind of a content creation schedule as a whole. The next thing I'll advise is to go ahead and add some social medias to that. I know I said you had to pick a platform early on as your main platform, but what is awesome about the internet is all these other social medias can be tools and can supplement your main platform. So even though I specifically do YouTube content on Blue Catch Productions, Blue Catch Productions isn't the only thing I do. And I have all my other forms of content pointing directly back to my channel. Uh, for example, I have a Twitter. And Twitter I use as sort of a life update, or I retweet funny memes, or I talk about serious topics that I don't get the chance to. And in my little Twitter bio, right, there's a little link to a YouTube channel, or if I post a video that I'm really proud on, I can put that on Twitter, and people will see it and go back. I don't recommend simply using a Twitter and setting up a Twitter just so you can spam people with posts of your videos. In fact, I don't even think you can do that anymore. YouTube won't let you do that automatically anymore. Uh, but I recommend not doing it anyway and simply using Twitter as a, as a way to, to talk with your fans and your audience. And then when you have a video that you're really proud of, post that video onto Twitter rather than every single upload. Because eventually people are going to get tired of that. People are going to view it as spam. You have to use Twitter and all these social media platforms, by the way, as their own forms of unique content. You can't just use one piece of content and spread it over all these platforms and repost it to 30 different places. You're not really doing social media right. You're not really taking advantage of social media if that's all you do, right? So if you're going to make a Twitter, if you're going to make an Instagram, if you're going to have Twitch streams or podcasts to supplement your YouTube content, then you have to make specific content for those platforms. And you may be thinking, hey, that's a lot of work. And it is. It takes a lot to kind of build a brand. That's what you're doing, right? You're building an online persona, you're building a brand, and you want your brand to be out in a bunch of different places. And that's hard work, but trust me, you're gonna appreciate doing that because you're gonna have all these different places where people can find you. And once people can find you in all these different places, whatever your main form of content is gonna be is gonna dramatically grow at a faster rate rather than just if you relied on YouTube specifically. There are people who just, back in the old days, just posted to YouTube, never had another social media, and then grew organically. Unfortunately, those days are gone. It's a very saturated place. There are a lot of people out there, and if you want to grow quickly, you're going to have to start growing audiences on other platforms and bring them to YouTube. So some ones that I would recommend, depending on who you are. Twitter, like I said, is a great little place where you can just share snippets about your life. Uh, it's not very hard to make a tweet. It doesn't take a whole lot of time. Uh, you can use images and videos and retweet specific things that you like and, and be real on occasion or tell jokes or use it as, as a place for humor. Twitter is a very easy one, I think. Uh, if you're a gaming-specific channel, Twitch is also awesome. You can do live streams through there, and then through your live streams, you can kind of use that footage for your videos if you want. And if you have a gaming audience on Twitch, they'll probably like your gaming uh, audience on YouTube, so they can kind of congregate there if you want. Anchor, this platform that I'm on now, is a place where you can make a podcast. So now you can have audio content and not just written or video content. And that's the thing. There are lots of different forms of content out there. There are people who do videos, people who do audio-specific stuff like podcasts, and people who do written word stuff like blogs. And what you'll find is that if you're a content creator, if you can dip your toes into all three of these, the better off you're going to be. If you can, at the same time, have a YouTube channel with a bunch of videos, 
a podcast that you update frequently and like a blog or a Twitter with written word posts, then you can succeed a lot quicker because now not only are you gaining a bunch of different audiences, right? But you're getting fans of specific mediums and forms who like you for specific things. And so Anchor is this easy podcast platform that I'm on right now where all you have to do is record a little bit of audio into your microphone or to your phone, right? And then you go on to Anchor and you upload it and bam, you have a podcast. What do you want your podcast to be about? Anything, right? You can do it about anything. If you have a specific niche with your channel, which we already talked about establishing, then your podcast can be pretty easy. It can be kind of an offshoot of that or it can be another topic within that niche or you can talk about behind the scenes stuff, or you can make it a more casual podcast. I use Aiden on Anchor as sort of a way for other people to look in on my life specifically who care about me and want to know more about what I'm doing. So Anchor is great for podcast stuff like that. And don't worry if you're new to podcasts, if you think, man, that's going to be really hard to talk and do a microphone for an hour. It doesn't have to be an hour. It can be 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And if you're still awkward or shy, maybe try getting a friend along or a guest or someone you can host it with. An easy way to learn podcasting is to get two people involved. That way you can kind of work in a conversation and it feels a little bit more natural. I definitely had to build the muscle of learning how to talk to a microphone by myself, but I've gotten better at it as time has gone on. And if I can do it, you can absolutely do it. Having things like a WordPress blog too, if you are a good writer, and let's say you do review content, you can have your reviews in written form. That way for people who want to read it, can read it. You can even have things like a website, an Instagram where you post pictures, a TikTok if you're kind of a memester and you like posting ironic memes. The more of these tools that you can have that you can realistically run, I don't mean to go and say that you have to do all of these, absolutely not. Uh, but the ones that you like and the ones that are easy enough to use, use them because I guarantee you, again, it's going to be a lot more helpful later on if you have all these different forms of content creation. So here's the ones that I have. I have YouTube, I have Twitch, I have Twitter, and Anchor. That's about it, really. I don't, I don't have a whole lot of other social medias. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on TikTok. I could go out there and do those other things, but I know I'm not good at them specifically, so I don't. I do have another channel where I specifically do Let's Play content, and that also acts as a funnel back to Blue Couch Productions, uh, but we already talked about making multiple channels as a whole. I will say, too, another thing you can do as soon as you start growing and getting an audience is to give back to your community as much as possible. And the best way that I recommend doing this is setting up a Discord or a Skype group or a Facebook group where uh, just a place where your fans can come together and talk, right? Uh, nobody is going to be invested in a channel or a live streamer that doesn't communicate back to your fans at all or the people watching you. So they're going to go on and find someone else. You early on, your biggest strength is that you don't have a bazillion people watching you, so you have the time to interact with people on a daily basis, and so that's why I recommend getting a Discord, kind of using it as a place where your fans can hang out and stuff, and then you can talk to them, uh, build friendships, build real relationships, and even potentially build collab opportunities with other people. But this goes further than just Discord specifically. If you have comments on YouTube, respond to them 
right? All of them, <laughs> you know? Uh, eventually, it'll get to the point where it's too big. But if you're just starting out, I totally recommend responding to everyone you can just to show that you care and just to show that you mean something and that you want to try and improve, right? If you're on Twitch and you have a chat, please read your chat. You are not a gameplay streamer that just streams gameplay. It's those people that are watching your stream those are the people that matter. So you need to be doing everything in your power to read the chat, entertain those people, ask questions, build up that engagement and do it naturally. Don't do it like you're <laughs> trying to sell out or whatever, but read the chat, do things like that. If somebody responds to you on Twitter or you find a conversation that's engaging within your niche and your community, jump into those conversations, add your own viewpoint, become known among people. You can't just be by yourself in the corner and just make your own content like an introvert. I understand I'm introverted as well, but you have to go out and make relationships and network with other people and build those relationships so that you have friends. You have people to talk to, you have people to rely on. Content creation can be a very lonely place. Uh, it can feel like you're all alone and that you're not reaching anybody. The second you can build things like a Discord and make friends with other YouTubers is the second where you're not gonna feel alone anymore and you have people to talk to and care about. I swear, by me doing Blue Catch Productions, I've run across so many people and friends that make this entire thing possible for me. If I didn't have people like Zach, Jay, Patient, Denku, Parker, Kalfro, etc., I wouldn't be doing this as often. I think one of the best investments you can make early on is building that community interaction, not only just for growing, but for also keeping your sanity as a whole. And that's pretty much it in terms of YouTube and content creation stuff. What do you do now? Well, you build that content. You build that work. You build your body. You have a resume of stuff to work off of. Now it's just a matter of committing day in and day out, improving your content, improving your tweets, improving your live streams, researching, learning how to get better, and even improving things like your thumbnails, your titles, your descriptions. There's a wealth of knowledge out there on how to do all of these things. And hey, once you start making a little bit of money here and there, once you feel like you're confident, you can now even start doing things like buying better microphones, buying a DSLR camera, showing yourself in your videos more often and the sky's the limit at how far you can improve even getting to the point where you can build a studio hire people to edit videos uh, you can even even early on and this is something i'd recommend doing if you don't know how to make channel graphics or stuff like that and you really want some nice professional ones go to twitter ask if there's anybody out there who will do that for you and pay them accordingly it's not expensive it doesn't cost a lot of money i got mine for like 30 $40 roughly, which was a great investment because I could use it across all my social medias. And I had a great time working with my specific artist, Dusk, on Twitter. And I recommend you all do the same, especially if you're not good at it. Uh, go out there, uh, pay to get your things looking nice, how you want them to, invest in equipment, learn how to edit more often. If you just stay stagnant, and don't want to grow at all, then you're not really going to get better content over the years and people are going to get bored and find others. You have to have that drive to improve, that desire to create, that willingness to evolve and produce better content than the day you did before. YouTube is a lot of fun and I have a lot of fun and I hope you guys do, but it's also a little bit of work as well. You have to put in that effort, that energy, that time, and I recommend if you do that, you'll be in a better place as a whole. 
And that's really all I wanted to talk about today. I could get into a bunch of different stuff like capture cards and webcams and microphones and really get into the nitty gritty about green screens and how you script content and everything like that. But like most of that's available on the internet. If you guys really want to learn that, you can find that and you can uh, improve off of there. I just wanted to give a base sort of introduction to content creation in the year 2020 if you are trying to make it successful this is not for people who just want to do it as a hobby and uh, if you enjoyed this if you got value out of this number one check in the links in the description below to all my different social medias can get you can give you ideas right about how to do this sort of stuff and if you like what you see there be sure to follow and all that fun stuff and if you really like this type of youtube advice uh, content, go check out that channel that I mentioned at the beginning, another YouTube podcast where me and a friend, Zack Snyder, another YouTuber roughly around my size, talk about all this sort of stuff in much more detail. So if you have any specific questions about specific topics or how to do this or that, and you want a lot more detail, go check out another YouTube podcast. It's on YouTube and all the different podcasting platforms. I highly recommend it. But yeah, that's my guide. Ultimately, uh, the number one rule above all else is to have fun, enjoy yourself, make YouTube stuff, and uh, I can't wait to see your content if you ever do decide to make it. Uh, let me know on Twitter if you're a new channel or if you're making content like that. I'd, I'd love to see it. Uh, I'd love to watch it, and I would totally be hyped to know that I actually inspired a few people to take their first step into content creation because believe me, starting is the hardest part. Once you start, and once you start executing over and over again, you'll get to the place you want to be. You're not going to be perfect starting out. Your first video is probably going to suck. But believe me, don't worry about the idea. Don't worry about trying to perfect it. Simply make videos, make content, and continue to do it for a long time. And you will eventually get to where you want to. But have fun. Have a great time. And uh, yeah, I think this will do it for this episode of Aiden on Anchor. If you want to support the podcast... You can. There's a little support button up top. You can click it and donate. Thank you to Jay the Zoomster who had donated a dollar to the podcast. I appreciate it. You don't have to, but if you want to, it's great. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in February. <laughs> I promise I'll be talking about something different. I really just wanted to get into the content creation side of things for an episode, and I'm glad I did. I've been Aiden of Blue Catch Productions, and I'm signing off. Bye bye.